everyone, and welcome to the Soul Shape Podcast, where we focus on your spiritual fitness or what we like to call our energetic self-care. We're sisters and the co-founders of Soul Shape, a quantum wellness app designed to make it easier and accessible to find healing practitioners in the energy healing world. We want to have soulful conversations about spirituality and wellness, and whether you are dabbling or taking a deep dive into energy healing, we want to introduce modalities and healing practitioners <laughs> and introduce healing practitioners to you one by one. So it's time to get into soul shape. My name is L.J. Woodard, and this is my sister Leslie Bennett. And today, Leslie, what are we talking about, or who are we talking to? Both. <laughs> Who and what are we talking to? <laughs> now we're giddy. It's only episode two and we're already having fun. Well, thanks for that cover. We're talking to, let me see this. We're talking to Lauren Burke on spiritual bookkeeping. And Lauren Burke is of powerhousehappy.com. Um, she is a life coach with a sports background and a love for Glenda the Good. That's mm. something I can definitely relate to. Her mission is to hold space and collaborate in creating experiences that allow people to practice stepping into their innate power, connect to their unique magic, get clear on their mission, and move into full-hearted, soul-filling, glitter-giving action. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> um, tell us about how did you get here? How, wait, first, tell, tell us about Glenda the Good. Let's just start oh with that. Oh, my gosh. Glenda the Good Witch, not only her outfit, yes. which, I mean, that's the main reason. And in coaching, I love her as a metaphor because she never told Dorothy the answer. She arrived in her bubble, and she loved her, and she asked her questions, and Dorothy truly had to experience it on her own to learn the lesson. And if that's not life, I don't know what else is. That's good. That is good. <laughs> I like I love, that a lot. <laughs> and I love Glenda the Good because when I was a kid, I got to be in The Wizard of Oz. That was one of the plays. And you know how you all want to be Dorothy and everyone's auditioning. I want to be Dorothy. I want to be Dorothy. And you got Glenda. And my mom was like, that costume is so much better, LJ. We're going to have a good time. And I did. <laughs> so, hot, yes, like, I was oof. very. So that's my Glenda connection. But I'd like to know about, um, we were talking about. Uh, spiritual bookkeeping. Leslie was saying this is what we're going to talk about today. Do you want to explain to us what spiritual bookkeeping is? I mean, it's it's money, right? So um, one of the ways I got here was I previously was doing bookkeeping for about 12 years for small businesses. It was out of necessity to make money after I left New York City in 2009, poor, depressed, and mm -hmm. moving in with my parents. Mm -hmm. um, As my we all have. <laughs> That was the fourth time I did it, I think, um, <laughs> right? God bless. And my mom said, you know, I she's been a bookkeeper her whole life. She said, I have these clients. They can't afford me, and I don't have enough time for them. I could teach you pretty quickly. And that was in, that was in 2010, so 13 years ago. Wow. Um, and from then on, basically, I always had a client, at least one, up until, you know, recently. And it's part of... The beauty of being a life and business coach is it's not like, okay, now I'm a life and business coach. I drop everything else. No, I use all that I've learned up to here. And bookkeeping tends money specifically, especially with solopreneurs and small businesses, gets sticky. Mm -hmm. Most of the time from what I've heard from previous clients, from friends, from just the community is like, I don't do that. Ugh, I don't, I don't want to see it. Money is, ugh. right? And it, right. and it doesn't have to be. Well, you know, because... A lot of people, especially in the spiritual um, business, they're not positive, right? That, I mean, not positive in regards to they're positive people, 
but their numbers aren't necessarily positive. There's a lot of, of practitioners that are struggling out there. And so, you know, I know when we talked at, over happy hour on the dock, um, you know, we, we were exploring the idea that it's a, real, it's a money relationship issue. It's an abundance issue. So tell me more of what you found in that with your clients. We, and I say we because I still do this, even though, I mean, I'm in the work. It's not going to go away. It's a, con it's a relationship with this energy. Money is an energy, and it's the story we create about it that causes the suffering. Oh. <laughs> we all went, oh. Yeah. We all went, oh. Yes, it's a suffering. Money. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, right? It doesn't have to be. Let's and money that. is let's, let's neutral. stretch that. Let's create our soul stretch. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like, I love, like, I those affirmations don't work for me. Like, I love money, and money loves me. Like, that's not something that serves me in this moment. Maybe it will down the line. I don't know. I like to look at money as super neutral. And I look at it as a piece of information to understand where I am mm -hmm. and to get clear on how I want to get where I want to be. I think you, you brought up an interesting point that money is neutral, right? It's and energy is neutral. Energy is not good. It's not bad. We label it good or bad. But if we really broke it down, energy is neutral. And if you could create that relationship as neutral, I think that frees people, right? It expands people. It allows them to come in with a new perspective. And sometimes that's just the soul stretch you need to build and, and expand. And I'm a little bit at loss at words because I'm so kind of excited and giddy about this idea and this conversation that we, you know, we started, but we said, save it for the podcast um, uh, a few days ago. Um, While sitting out in the sun and having a drink and overlooking the water. It was a delight. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to mention that. All right. So we're sharing our self-indulgent. That's great. It was so lovely, too, because, no, because you're talking about money. We all want to make money, and money provides so much for us, and we want to live in this world of abundance. And as you say, like, or we all know it, it's like, why Why is it something that's, what was the word you said, sticky or icky? What did you say? It's both those things. <laughs> and I, particularly with spiritual entrepreneurs and people in, in this realm, in the little bit more woo, or even, I see it a lot with women specifically, like it's bad for us to want money because money oftentimes appears to people in this world and to me for a very long time is inherently evil. Because look at all the evil it's caused us. Or greedy. Yeah, yeah. or greedy, yeah. or wanting more than we deserve, or being happy with what we Domination. have. Domination. I have to, you know, for me to win, I have to make you small. Yeah, and it's not at all. It's not at all. It's, again, it's a piece of information to help understand where you are and create a clear path to where you want to go. A piece. Time is a piece of energy that you might want to look at in your business. Fulfillment joy, happiness, being in the correct place. I like to compare it to like, um, okay, so imagine you were applying to a college and somebody said, will you help me apply to a college? And the only question you said was, well, do they have your major? <laughs> y yes, they do. Okay, that's your college then. That's crazy. Yeah. There's so many other things to mention about that. Where is it? Are there people there that you connected with? Did you feel happy there? Was it in a, you know, like there's so much information to add to that. Well, I have to buy winter clothes. Yes. <laughs> and some people like that. I am not one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you sweaters. know what I did? I actually wanted to, because I lived in San Diego when I grew up. 
I wanted to try Four Seasons because I had no idea what that was like. Well, that didn't last. <laughs> yeah, it gets wrong. You were such a Boston girl for a while, too. You I really was, embraced it. I did. Talk about yeah. big shift. I mean, Boston's we're, colder than... We're originally from Southern but, California. But I, I mean, but I also liked U.S. history. And, and yeah. you know, what other than Philadelphia, perhaps... You know, Boston had a lot of the stuff that I loved about U.S. history, right? The Paul Revere, all these buildings are right there. You know, that's where those people walked. That Boston I, Tea that, Party. That helped yeah. build this country. And I don't get that in San Diego. So that, to me, was also part of the appeal. But keep going. We're talking about spiritual booking. So it wasn't just the major, right? You were like, oh, this is so cool that I actually get to live in the experience of history. It was, was sort of for a guy, too. I kind of went to college to be near near the boyfriend who was already in college. Do you think that was the majority, the big, the biggest reason? Oh, hell. Well, I would say (laughs) it was 50%. It was a strong thing. The history was second. Trying Four Seasons was third. I'm being honest. But anyway, we're here to talk about spiritual (laughs) bookkeeping. I want to know, too. (laughs) Well, then he went off to Cornell, but... Oh, he was like, but I was alone in Boston with all those good looking college students. But anyway, (laughs) my love life is not the topic today. (laughs) It could be. be. Let's explore Leslie's love life. (laughs) But it is. It's just a part of it. right? Money is a part of information. And it's a story. We tell about it. The lack of understanding of it, the lack of clarity on it and the lack of time and focus spent with it because that feels evil or like. Money is not to measure your worth. It's to measure part of a piece of information of your business. I like it as an energy exchange, right? You know, like if you do a service for me, I want to reward that with some something, right? Yeah. And, it feels and right good. now it feels in this, good to pay on this someone. planet, it's money. That's the that's the currency that we use to exchange one thing for another, right? It, it, it's illusion, right? Someone made it up, you know, eons ago that we would use some sort of monetary exchange. But, you know, what if it was like I baked you cookies and you did something for me and then we did something. But that's not today's world, right? Right Right. now it's money. Then that's just an energy exchange. You know, one thing um, I really liked when we talked was you brought up a client that um, was struggling with bookkeeping. Can you tell us that story? Which one? It's every client I've ever had. It was was someone, I think, who did spiritual work, and she just didn't like bookkeeping. And you you probed her for why. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I know which one now, because I was like, there's two that came to mind. So she could go go to both. She's a spiritual, she's an energetic healer. Yeah. So we had conversations like, okay, how much are you charging? Well, everything's on special. Okay, why? Well, because I don't know. And we started talking about money. What? What was money like when you were growing up? Like, what did you notice? She had a relative who was very well off and was a jerk. And she thought that was due to money. And so Mm. she didn't want to be a jerk. So if she got a lot of money, then she would be a jerk too. She was literally at battle with money. I mean, there's also an overarching thing about the state of the world and her perception of it, of good and bad and evil, right? And so we just acknowledged it. It didn't even take that much. We just, I just said, oh, wow, isn't that interesting? She got to it herself. I just asked some questions. Wow. You were being Glenda. I was being Glenda. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, and she said, oh my gosh, I'm at war with money. And she, her whole integrity for her is peace. Mm. I'm at war with this energy that is actually quite neutral and I'm causing all of the suffering around it. 
all of the like hurt and pain around it. And listen, it wasn't like, and then she was totally fine. Yeah. And like, that's not how it yeah. works. Let's just stop the battle. It's, it's a relationship. It's a relationship. Yeah. And in order to work on that relationship, it takes acknowledging the story that you've created about it, healing that part of yourself, and then moving up the next step is going to show up again in a different way. And then you just do the process mm -hmm. all over again. Yeah, and being excited about it. Just really, yeah. it, it also says the energetic exchange becomes completely different. You're excited. The energy's there. It's just. You went a totally different way than I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because having yes, gone go through not necessarily the money um, one, but sometimes the spiritual journey feels like an onion, right? Oh. And you have to peel it away. But I like your way. <laughs> You know, I might have skipped a few steps because I was, you know, too sunshine salad because I am a fairly, look at me, I'm like putting myself down. When did you create that nickname? Sunshine Sally. Oh, I say it to myself all the time. Okay, sorry to be, and I apologize for it. Sorry to be so sunshine Sally. Everyone's like, oh, we got delayed two hours. Oh my God, but look at this great terminal. <laughs> they just remodeled it. These, these chairs are great. And it's like sometimes, yeah, that's my... I right. call it a good thing. Okay, but so you could be sunshine salad, or you could have, you could be eating onion onions peeler. like me. <laughs> an onion peeler. There you go. The onion peeler or sunshine Sally, but you can go. It's going to be both, right? Yeah. Both and. Yeah. And so sunshine Sally way. What would it feel like to take money on a date with you? What would it feel like to take bookkeeping and go to your favorite coffee shop and get your favorite drink and think like, oh, it's me and money's date now. I'm going to see where I've invested this piece of information, this piece of energy. I'm going to see how it returned to me. See, once it, you know, once money starts to arrive, I just know that it's always, it's always going to come. It always actually already has. It you know, I know things comes and goes, but, you know, when you make money, it, it continues. And I, this, how do you help people with just the stress part? I feel like people get so stressed about money. And so how do you help relieve that, I guess, spiritually or in your, in your Glenda the Good way? Listen, there are real things about money, right? Mm -hmm. We Most of us choose to pay, live in a place where we have to pay rent or a mortgage. Most of us choose to have electricity. Most of us, right? There's a life where you don't need to choose that. And most of the people I work with do choose that, mm -hmm. as do I. So there is a thing where it's like, okay, there is money required in order for the choices I'm making in my life. Unless you're clear on what you have what has come in and what is going out, there is no plan you can make that could be helpful. So creating a plan, what do you need? Not necessarily a budget, but like how much are all my must expenses? Mm -hmm. Okay, am I covering those? No. How do I adjust that? Do I get a part-time job? Do I offer more services? Do I reach out to my community? Like there's millions of ways to have money coming in, especially now. Mm -hmm. My goodness. And so until you're clear though on what is required, there's it's much harder to make a make a plan. I always say that clarity creates the paving stones for a path forward. Mm. You can go forward. Wait, let's say that one more time. That was really delicious. Clarity creates paving stones for a path forward. Mm. You can go forward without bookkeeping. There's a way to move forward. Absolutely. Mm. It's, I assert, much more challenging. Probably a lot more resistance headed your way. Instead of just to get up front, see where you want to go, and then create the path that way. Money is so spiritual, or it can be. Yeah. I mean, we've had definite conversations about it, um, you know, because there's been times where in our lives, not just for the business, but for in our lives where you're like, you're worried about how this is going to happen. And 
every single time something has shown up. Yeah. And you're like, well, why did I worry? Why? Why? I spent so much time worrying when it all, we, we managed to pay for everything. You know, we managed to pay off the student loans. We managed to do whatever it, it, it was. Um, and I don't know if that's just luck or whether it's just, you know, law of attraction or whatever it is. Because sometimes some of that was in light consciousness mm-hmm. when this happened. But it always seems to work out. And so I have that belief. I have that belief that everything works out. Now, do I not wish for so much abundance that this there's no worries whatsoever? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? As I'm sure you, as I'm sure Sunshine Sally over here. LJ you know, Woodard. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as my sister. You know, um, you know, and so that's also, you know, I think that goes into a lot of self-worth stuff that, you know, probably is for a home, we'll bring you back for another podcast on talking about self-worth because, you know, you have to see yourself worthy of, of that as well, you know, so. Is most of your life coaching based around, is it business? Would you say the majority of it? It's everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's everything. I say this all the time. Thank you, Miss Lauren Hill. Everything is everything, <laughs> right? Our lives are dynamic and interconnected, both within ourselves and with others. And so it's all together. What happens in my personal life affects my professional life mm-hmm. and vice versa. Of course it does. And if it didn't, then let's address that because there's a lot of compartmentalizing and you're not reaping the benefits of that inner exchange. I find that no matter, <laughs> it's like no matter what, money, money's not going away. It's always there. Money is, it's just, it's a part of our daily, our daily lives. And when you said, Leslie, about it's like, and this comes with our age and our wisdom, you know, we are in our fifties and we are, we have the ability, we have the gift, we have the joy of looking back going, oh my gosh, remember we thought, how are we going to ever get our first apartment, that deposit, or how we ever, you know, whatever it is, the down payment for all the things that you think about, how you're going to pay for it. And you look back at it, because I have, you know, children that are graduating college right now and, and going to college, and they are, they have these concerns and thinking about them. And it's like, I've been there. I've done it. Yes, family has helped out over the years. We've gotten jobs. It, it, you guys, I'm telling the world right now, all of you, you're going to be okay if you have that energy that it's coming your way because you're a talented, gifted, if you're a positive person. I mean, that's why I think it's like when someone's like, well, I'm not on your level, Sunshine Sally. Finding a life coach like yourself um, would probably serve them very well. Yeah, I mean, I have a coach for the same reason. <laughs> and the other thing, and if you're like, I, I'm not there, I'm not ready to hire a coach, that's okay too. What I would suggest, what I would offer as a tool is to be mindful of your language, mm-hmm. particularly around abundance and problem solving. So I learned this from my teacher, Suzanne Conrad, who's um, founded Light Your Leadership, but is in dead end and is a bridge, right? So it's like, oh, I want to, I want this apartment. I love it. The down or the whatever initial cost is this, but I don't have that. Mm -hmm. Okay. No solution. No path forward. You are done. Full stop. I love this apartment. I feel as if I'm meant to be here and my finances don't support it right now. Okay. Well, let's start problem solving. Let's start imagining solutions. Let's mm-hmm. ask people for their insights too. Let's the energy shift too. Yeah. Because if, you know, I think too, one of the things that you can also do, and so that's that's the practical, right? The let's problem solve it. 
But I think it's also the energetic. You know, put yourself in and sort of create an energetic signature on the on the on the apartment so no one else can take it. No, <laughs> it's my thought. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> so like, imagine yourself, meditate yourself, and so that you create an energetic signature in relationship with that with that property. And then I think not only working it at the human at practical level, but at the energetic level and doubling down, you know, I think that also enhances it. So by not by by what you said earlier, by saying, you know, I don't have the expenses, I don't have this, I don't have that, you know, you know, untie those knots. <laughs> That's all they are. I know they're knots. You don't advocate for your limitations. Advocate for your possibilities is what I always say. Mm, yeah. I like that. You say that yeah, again, Leslie. Yeah, say that That's again. That's a good one. No. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> do it. I love I'll it. I'll do it. You know, all of a sudden when you say, I'll, you sound like a cool attorney. My sister, ha- Leslie, has a background in law. So, like, this, if you were, like, a spiritual attorney, that's what the attorney would say. Ad- you know how this came up? I was um, learning uh, past life regressions mm-hmm. at Denise Lynn's house. And there was another lesson. Look her up, Denise Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another, um, um, there was another girl named Leslie in, in the program. And I seemed to be able to resonate with Diane. And so after, on a break, she came over to me and she, and she was feeling down because she's like, I can't do this. And I, mm. I'm not being able to follow. I'm not doing this. And I just sort of on a whim said, girl, you need to untie your knots. And that conversation sparked that idea because whenever I see myself I can't do something I stop and and, and tie that knot and go I'm not going to advocate for my limitations I'm going to advocate for my possibilities yeah advocate for my possibilities and then you're utilizing our brain's confirmation bias to your expansion yeah and I use that to help build the app like I'm a 50 plus year old woman what business do I have in tech Right? How am I going to do this? I can't do this. You've and, always been tech savvy, Leslie, since you were a kid. But, she's the only one. I'm going to. Who knows what a VCR is? She's the only one that knows still how to like set the time. It was the flashing twelve. Oh my gosh! I mean, at the yeah. tender age of like eight or ten, you could you fixed it. Everyone's house had flashing twelve. No one had that. Am I right? You guys yeah. all know what I'm yeah. talking oh, about. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yes, you need to correct that. You've always you've always had that skill. But still, this is a different technology. Creating an app's kind of crazy. <laughs> So crazy. I joined in. I was like, this sounds cool. (laughs) I want to be part of it. (laughs) So, you know, I had to stop and go, I'm not going to advocate for my limitations. I'm going to advocate for my possibilities. And so I could see, you know, as someone who's doing spiritual book capping, book capping, book keeping, (laughs) exactly. Thanks for that, Grace. Um, You know, I think it's a matter of advocating for the possibilities that my, my, ledger sheet can go from red to green yeah you know, and not be so stuck yeah and what you just did too is you expand it like what was available to you yeah i'm sinking in my chair that's why oh, i'm like here oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, fi- let's fix you leslie sorry sorry audience no worries. <laughs> I'm like slowly going into the into the base. I saw you. Gun, I was gun, like, gun, what is this look for? Where I'm is she going? Because I'm like, I'm sinking. Okay. Ba- I'm back to normal. Okay. So where were we? Laura, get us back on track. Okay. So advocating for the possibilities, not closing and shutting down, you know, you know, oh, it's too much money. I can't do that. Or I don't know. I have to think about it all 
as a, because I'm also, you know, I teach, you know, youth theater, and so many times I have young kids coming up to me and saying, oh, I can't audition for that, or I'm not good enough, you know, because they're, I mean, they're young, they're learning, but I have this thing, it doesn't hurt to try, try, and when you try, then you're learning, and you're, you're preparing yourself, or it's just like doing this podcast, I've never done a podcast before, and it's like, once you do it, you're like, okay, I can do this, I can, you know, you have to try it. You gotta try the shoot or try the dress on. Sometimes you don't know what it's gonna look like. Um, I think there's a little bit. That's what do you call that? Is it called self? Um, what is that? There's a word for that. I'm hearing self confidence because yeah. when there is self confidence, there's courage behind it. Yeah, it's really what it what it creates. All right. So I'm someone who has this sort of relationship with money. It's whatever. I'm stuck. Right. So how does one get unstuck. Like, what are we, where can we get in touch with you? How do I get in touch oh, with you? Oh, I was like, oh, are we going to problem solve? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm we could do that too. We could do that too. But I want people who, you know, potentially healers that are already on our platform or yeah. those that are interested in our platform on the Soul Shape app, you know, are you, it sounds like I think there's a, a workshop coming soon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a little soul bookkeeping workshop to get some of the ick off of money <laughs> yeah let's 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 wash our money yeah, yeah. it's not money laundering let's but love our money but let's but love our energy spiritual laundering yeah. of money so I, I do not understand money laundering to be honest with you i watched ozark it never made sense so. oh really that's a very stressful that doesn't sound like any kind of joy in making that money people I'm are dying books. i'm like bookkeeping wise how do they set this up <laughs> though i love jason bateman you're one of my favorites if you're listening so to be, this so there'll be a link into lauren's um uh, session on soul shaped up app as soon as it's up if yeah. it's not up when this posts <laughs> so it's coming soon and that's the beauty which i you know self-promotion right now the soul shape app this is what i love it's not we love our oracles and our psychics and our intuitive guides and our energy healers but like coaches i mean it's interesting that you know, we talk about energy healing world. I mean, I think I think when people think of a life coach, I'm going to look at what I'm doing right now. I'm, th I'm being Tony Robbins, right? Yeah. I mean, but there's... I thought that was a slow jog. A slow jog. <laughs> I know. I, I thought you were about powerful. to play a sport. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I, I think people all coach. I think they mm -hmm. think of, you know, someone more in that realm. When you think of in why would... I mean, I don't think a lot of people would find that on the Soul Shape app, but it's very intuitive and it's very energetic. And so... That is also a great way to make it your first step into this energy, energetic self-care is through a life coach. Yeah, it's it's all energy. See? It's all it's energy. Everything is everything. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play the song. How long did that take you to get that energy is everything? That everything is everything or energy is everything? Energy is everything. Energy is everything. I mean, it really comes from science. Yeah, right? that's already been there. Yeah, Einstein <laughs> said it. You and it honestly came from like a traumatic experience with a friend who died, mm, and I yeah. I realized like and and Einstein I believe it was Einstein said energy can not be destroyed; it can only be transformed. That's from Einstein, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It is. Or a scientist. It is. <laughs> some scientist out there. Some no. scientist guy. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> Where do you want to go next? So where I want to go next, because as we're talking to Lauren, Powerhouse Happy, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about you as far as, like, where did this name Powerhouse Happy? It's just, this is awfully cheerful. And I mean, I love it, but powerhousehappy.com. Tell me about the beginnings of that. I'm off. I'm I'm a pretty 
Sunshine Sally. Oh, you're Sunshine well. Sally too. Yeah, High five is, it. Or it my, the sound. <laughs> my disposition tends to be pretty peppy and it has been my whole life. So Powerhouse Happy actually came through work with a um, with Lightyear Leadership. There's one called there's a workshop called, I can't remember the name of it now. They I was introduced to Cycles of Success by Suzanne Conrad. And I actually got to that name. That name was created by a person who's a client of mine now. But we were friends way back. I mean, this was like eight or nine years ago. And we did what is called in Cycles of Success, a depth and imagination. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is the intention for this. It was me, her, and a couple of my other friends on Zoom. And I said, this is like what I'm looking for. This is the feeling. I'm going to set a timer. I hear seven minutes. Okay, set the timer. Everybody just threw out whatever came to me. There's no, right? You just throw it all out and onto the field. And none of it was it. None of it was it. I was like, thank you so much. None of it was it. I talked about my mom and my aunt Robin, my mom who I love, and my aunt Robin who I love. They're crazy people in a great way. I'm sorry, we don't say that anymore. They are excitable, joyous. She's crazy at wrestling. <laughs> but we, it's a good word. And and I said they love the the song Brick House. And I just kind of set it off into the whim. And then I said, thank you all so much for a night. We the Commodores up. Brick House? Yes, yeah, it's, it's their theme song. Oh, my God. And so I was like, what about oh. something like Brick Power? And we were playing with that. And nothing came. Time was up. Thank you so much. Like, just trusting that it'll eventually come. Mm -hmm. And my friend called me not two minutes later and said, what about Powerhouse Happy? And I knew in my body, I said, that's it. Those are three great words all together. And they, I think they deeply describe me. What was the thing? What, why did they do it on a time thing? Is it just like, don't, cause like, don't overthink it? Is it they put the time limit on it? Having boundaries is a really cool thing and important thing for, well, there's a book called Essentialism, and it talks about how boundaries actually create space for freedom to explore. Mm. The, the um, example they use is there's a school, and the school is right along this busy road. And so at recess, the kids have to be able to touch the wall because the busy road is out there and it's dangerous. And so they they spend the recess against this wall. And then somebody's like, let's build fences. So they put a boundary around it, which was far outside the wall and not into the traffic, right? And so now the kids could actually explore this space that a boundary had been created for. So time is a boundary for freedom to explore. Oh, wow. I like that. Those are like cute little nuggets. I'm enjoying these. We did get a number we'll of get nuggets. Some good nuggets. <laughs> and I don't even know. I mean, as far as time, um, we forgot to set our timer. Are we good to like, okay. That's um, <laughs> what so I'm looking. Okay. Um, we like to do, we want to play a little, do a little soulful stretch. It's like we like to say it. It's okay. more, and it's more than like the a stretch. It's like from the soul. Um, so from this conversation, or maybe a little bit beyond maybe from this day. Is there anything that you soulfully stretched out today that you can share with us? Leslie, like from talking with Lauren right now, like is there a takeaway? I really want to go back to the beginning of the conversation with the the explanation of Glenda the Good Witch. <laughs> we like Glenda. You know, and, that, and so my stretch came from thinking of that as, you know, we have sages all through our lives. Right. Those that just sort of point over there, you know, look that way or, you know, find a new perspective. And so that's that's where I stretched my mind or opened my mind a little bit more into being open that a simple shift, a simple little one little nugget 
phrase, like someone coming up to you and saying you're beautiful today when you don't feel very beautiful. You're just like, thank you. That's a sage moment, mm-hmm. right? Because that shifted my my disposition of that day. Or someone saying, you know, I can think of one in the airport where I was talking to someone and her family was pressuring her to have children. And when she heard my story, I said, well, I, I told her my husband died. And they always ask that question, do you have children? And that's a, another conversation. But I shared with her, no. And she asked me, why not? And I said, well, I wasn't I didn't want them. I wasn't meant to want them. You know, I just, I'm just that person. Or it's a choice. It's a choice. And (laughs) and I think I was that, it was a sage moment for her Mm -hmm. that she didn't see coming. And so that's for me, my, my soul stretch from this conversation. Mm. Well, can I stretch off of that? Because, (laughs) well, stretch it. Here we go. That Mm. just gave Glenda a whole new meaning. I was always seeing it as like asking questions. You know, there's a ton of advice givers out there. It feels so good from the ego to give advice. I know what you should do, right? Mm -hmm. I've said it. I mean, like, and I love choice. It's one of the things I love. And so now I, from that share, I can see how Glenda is actually somebody who invites people into their own choice. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, I'm in my head when you're saying that, aren't you all right now going back to the movie when she first appears? And it's like, I'm sure there's a comedy act. Bitch, why didn't you tell me from the beginning? But, you know, she didn't do that. She let her go through the journey and meet people and find her soul. What's it called? The soul, your soul team, your soul. Yeah. Her soul team is, is, oh, my God. Yes. To find her Her spiritual soul team. I mean, Oprah, she loves the Wizard of Oz. So many analogies. But the thing is, like, finding her soul team and, like, then she's becoming the teacher and the wise one and knows it all. I mean, it's so, it's such a beautiful, it's a beautiful story that never gets told and we all can. Never gets old. And she kept, she chose that soul team, too. She kept saying, yeah, we're all together. Let's choose to keep Mm -hmm. moving forward together. Let's keep moving forward together. She didn't have to. No. She could have said, peace out, scarecrow. (laughs) So you go. Right. And go find go find your heart somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my soul stretch, were to, of course, the things that you say, advocating for possibilities. Mm-hmm. I love that, Leslie. I'll never forget it now because it's going to now be in my hardwire, my, my brain. And I like to be reminded of the words you choose because, because you know, <laughs> all the things we say. Trying not to start with buts. I like the ands. You know, I teach children's theater and there's games that we play that we only can say yes and after like having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes and, yes and. And it's hard not for anyone. But I, mm, yes, and we can go over the lake. Yes, because we can walk on it, whatever. There's reasons, you know, that's a way of exercising it and having fun with it and being playful about it. And I guess, yeah, that's my little soul stretch. It's like, you know, don't forget to play. Maybe yeah. it can be fun yeah. along the way. Well, oh, there we are. I love a timer. We get to wrap up this amazing episode with Lauren Burke, life coach, powerhouse, happy, uh, happy.com. Thank you so much. You can find, you'll find one of her services or workshops on the soulshape, soulshape.app. Um, so thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for being our guest. Thank you, Signal Fire Media. We appreciate you. And to all our listeners who've decided to come in and listen to the Soul Shape podcast, where we believe wellness starts within unlock unlimited possibilities with energetic healing embrace the woo dabble dive or discover your next healing experience on soulshape.app and all links will be available in the show notes we hope you enjoyed it and especially the soul you have a soulful stretch right now and join us again for some magical soulful energetic healing conversations on the soul shape 
podcast. And don't forget to follow us on our YouTube channels and like us and all that wonderful stuff too. Okay? There we go. Everyone say bye-bye. Bye. Thanks.